My fellow Americans, this is Lee Greenwood, American hero. And I'm here to tell you that there is nothing on this green earth that was lovingly made by the hands of Jesus than pickles and boots. Well, I've got a couple of friends making a podcast about it. That's right, Joe and Reese. And if you're an American, you better fight for your freedom. Get down there and listen to it. The Pickle and Boot Shop. You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. Allow me to. Allow me to. You are allowed. Hello. Allow me. Allow me. Yeah. This is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and start. We're starting. I'm going to say it. Um, this is going to be weird because I'm going to, I'm going to post this right after we're done. So cool. if people listen to this, if people listen to this, this was an hour ago. If you listen to it when it dropped, uh, nobody's going to do that. That's fine. But uh, your dad might. Yeah. Dad might. What's up, dad? He's like, it's Saturday. Yeah. I was talking earlier. I was, uh, looking at the, uh, the the behind the scenes for the podcast and i was looking at the numbers and i was like the problem with this is that i'm not uh i look at our numbers and our numbers relative to our like the the various podcasts on really both of our networks our numbers are low i'll just go ahead and put that on the table um and i (laughs) like not embarrassingly low but low and i was looking at him i was like i think the issue here is that that doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> when I look at that, I, I don't at all think, how can I grow these numbers? <laughs> yeah, what can we do here? What can we do here? I just think, oh, okay. Oh, I know, I know. Let's <laughs> let, let's watch Donnie Darko let's again watch- and then record for <laughs> this an hour. This is what, here's the thing. 10 o'clock on Saturday. Here's the thing. What the podcast world is just aching for is a, re- a rehash of the themes of Donnie Darko from 2000 yeah. and when the hell ever um, 2001 bro okay 2001 that was gonna be my first question um yeah i was i <laughs> i didn't even look that up man you just knew yeah i just knew you just knew that's wild uh i did not know that uh i did earlier this week it's just that i'm just uh, still sort of waking up i did earlier this week because i did and i'll throw in we're from beautiful louisville kentucky so i'll throw in a um a fun plug for hey, a local real business. Quick. Yeah. If you're still waking up, you yeah. should okay. uh, also grab a brush and put a little makeup. <laughs> okay. I thought Okay. I thought you were going to okay. go with a wake up, Donnie. Um no, that that's yeah, not relevant. It's to too this. it's too on the nose. Um but yeah, no. So I watched the movie and I watched the movie in the most fun manner possible, which is I rented it and watched it and then took it back. Right. Um, so that is, I've gone to, I live about a half mile from Planet of, the T- Planet of the Tapes in Louisville, and I've gone there probably four times. Those dudes are probably like, why the hell is this dude showing up so much? Um, yeah, no, they're probably like, oh, thank God someone's showing up <laughs> yeah. in the middle of a pandemic. Middle of a pandemic. Because when, when, when they, yeah. I, I know some of the guys that run that place. and Oh, cool, yeah. I, I, I know them. Our buddy ran, uh, uh, our, buddy ran our buddy ran electric to that place, apparently. Um, I left. Yeah, it. yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. That's yeah. cool. 
but but uh, I, I I know them as in I, we've worked together on a project or two before, but yeah, you know, yeah. not super close or anything. But sure, yeah. When they uh, announced that they were doing that, yeah, I was thrilled. Yes. So this same, is same. This dude. is a hybrid. Uh, it's it's a bar. Yeah. It's a comedy club. Mm-hmm. It's a screening room. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. There's and like it's, a theater in there. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a DVD and tape rental place. Yes. Absolutely. Planet of the tapes. So it's Planet it's of all tapes. of these things, and I'm like, I was thinking to myself, uh huh, is this? Did I just find my like yeah place? Yes. Is this where I belong? Let me is just this, yeah. Let me just tell you. Is this my yes, ball? Bo- is this my Cheers? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, dude. So I've gone in there a number of times. The first time I went in there, uh, I, I got to be honest. Like, n- not a sponsor. Let me say that. First. <laughs> let me say that first. Not a sponsor. It's gonna. No. It's gonna sound like it. No one how, sponsors. No, absolutely us. not. No, we just talked about our low numbers. Nobody's sponsoring this. But um, I, it's gonna sound like it because of how I'm gonna talk about it. The, um, this was. Of the top three on my post-vaccination to-do list, um, yeah, including yeah. seeing my family, like it's up, it was up there that <laughs> high. Uh, so nonetheless, the first time I went in, they were showing there was like two or three people in there, um, and they were showing Napoleon Dynamite, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. Another time I went in, they were showing one of the animated Batman movies. I don't even remember which one, but um, so went in there, rented Donnie Darko. Uh, I rented Twister one time when I went in. Um, you can get you can get cocktails to go like the thing is i rented donnie darko because i knew we were going to do this episode but like twister the thing with that is if if i had come across twister for free on amazon prime or something i would have given no shits about rewatching twister no of course none uh Mm -mm. i get it i remember it beat for beat um but when i come across it at the spine of it in a in a shelf of dvds that i can rent from I go, you know what? My night is going to be about watching Twister now. Like, yeah. it's so, so good. Like, it's not going to be like I'm going to throw it on and then stare at my phone and forget that I put it on. I'm renting Twister. So I'm going to go home yeah. and watch Twister. It was yeah. so good. Um, so, yeah. And, I, I'm, and, yeah. and he, he, here's a funny thing yeah. about rentals nowadays for me. Like, uh-huh. um, well, first of all, I, let's back up for a second and, sure. and just say that. Uh, if you're in Louisville uh, and and you're scared to go out and about, like, yeah. which I I totally understand. Absolutely. I haven't been to Planet of the Tapes yet, yeah. and they've been there for a year because yeah. they opened at the beginning of this thing, right? Same, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super yeah. excited to to get my second vaccine and feel better and just go out and go to this place. So let's let's sure. let's if if you're in or around the area. Uh-huh. I think they've. Uh, Will said they've got a copy of a movie I worked on there to rent. They Dark sure do. The Wicked. So yeah. check, pick pick that up. Yep. Um, but <clears throat> I, I grew up, and you did too. For, yeah. For you and I, I remember when the blockbuster came to our hometown. Yes, me too. It me was too. like momentous, but it was also kind of like the huh. big guy stepping yeah. in and and bumping the little guy out of the way. Yes. Because our blockbuster was movie warehouse. Movie warehouse was the place. <laughs> yeah. For sure, movie, yeah, yeah. Movie Warehouse was uh, every time you hear anyone talk about nostalgia of just going through, even in the a lot of a lot of times the horror section and just looking at yes. covers. Yes, dude. Just looking at like that was that was it. For that was us. it, man. 
Um, was... And not only that, you know, my dad would take me there, and we'd 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 pick out a movie or two, but we'd also pick out a Super Nintendo game to play. Oh yeah, that's fun. <clears throat> that's cool. And I can. <clears throat> And I'd continually rent this X-Men game because you could play as Wolverine every now and then. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, And yeah. snick out your claws yes. and then climb up a wall with them. Absolutely. I remember um, that. It was a side-scroller. Is that the Super yeah. Nintendo one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Pretty good. You would think having that type of childhood, mm-hmm. I'd be renting movies all the time. Right. Um, digitally. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I have rented... Two movies. Yeah. Digitally? Really? Digitally. Wow. Two. Okay. And I think it stems from the fact that, you know, growing up with like with um uh like physical media, uh huh. If you rent it, you hold it, um you can yeah. you know, then you put it into the disc player, you play <clears throat> or the tape or, or whatever it was at that time. Yeah. And your money is right in your hands, right? Sure. When you're renting um, a movie now, yeah, it's like you're you're paying like a lot of times like for newer movies five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says you have this amount of time to watch it. Yeah, and then it's gone, mm-hmm. which is it's the it's it's the same it's thing. the same thing. Yeah, it's the same um, thing. But, but in my yeah. m- in my head. If I can't can go back to it if I want to yeah. in a few days or a couple weeks, sure. Then I feel like I threw money away now. Yeah, I, I don't get know it. why that is. No, I get that. I mean, but also weirdly enough, part of like for me, part of what I'm paying for in wanting to rent movies, and I was super bummed when Wild and Wooly went out too, which was another yeah. rental place in Louisville, independent rental place. But uh, part of what I'm paying for too is driving to the place is not knowing what yeah. I want to watch yet, is going, you know what sounds good? Not watching this movie that I've been planning to watch and is now out on you know on demand or whatever. What sounds good is yeah. watching a movie. And so yeah. I'm going to go there. I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm going to look at all the sections. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure. gonna I'm gonna browse in a in an analog way where no algorithm is deciding what I am seeing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna browse, and then also part of what I'm paying for is the experience of now I have this like generic DVD case that's <laughs> that in this case has planted the tapes on it, right? And yeah. like it's got the disc inside of it. Like I, I'm paying for the experience of renting a movie, which probably for like kids now doesn't mean anything, and that's fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah. but it is that is part. It's worth it to me to. I sure. mean, it's, it's I not mean, a, not I, only is it cheaper, but it's also it would be even be worth it if it was more because I think that's more fun. Um, yeah, so. I, I'm trying to picture right now in my head a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, trying to understand why you're going through that, why you would do that. Like, yeah. oh no, no, we don't have to do that, yeah. Uncle Will. Right. <laughs> it's it's on Netflix. I don't have we siblings. Don't have Who are you? Is my response. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, totally. You don't have to do that. But that's that's sort of the thing. It's like. Yeah, you don't have to, but at the, at the same time, it's uh, uh, I I don't know the the difference but, is it makes yeah, an, it's, it, it makes an event out of it sort of yeah you know? it, it makes an event out of it, but it's also it's also it's calling yeah it's triggering something in you that's 
a, a past experience you sure. miss. I yep. don't know. I don't know that it's something yep. inherent about the human. No, no, no. no, no. I agree. Uh, no, I agree. So I, I, I think, <clears throat> I think, um, you know, eventually when we're not scrolling on TVs and we're just thinking about. And then it just plays. Yeah, I think eventually there will be <laughs> yeah. there will be kids who are nostalgic for. Remember yeah. when we could just scroll for remember hours and not to, watch yeah. anything? You did. You had to like push the down button. You couldn't just think of the movie you wanted to see and it showed yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that made an event out of it. You know. Okay. Whoops. There we go. Okay, we're going. Uh, technical hiccup. I was trying to go for no edit. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Like you have to edit that. <laughs> Mine's been recording this whole time. Oh, that's true. We'll see what happens. Oh, and well, unless <laughs> yeah, uh, see, we will this see. Is you cut those together. This is, this is the problem. <laughs> that's right. That's true. Yeah, but if I don't, you'll never know. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, nonetheless, as as we were saying, for kids now. I think you're right. It's not part of the sort of inherent human nature that we love renting DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just our age. But it's like I am I'm super psyched that um that place exists and I and I wish I wish more places like that existed. Um because I feel like there are enough people who like are going to enjoy doing that. And also I don't think it's impossible that like some kids who didn't grow up renting DVDs would enjoy it you know what i mean i also think that like it's not a guarantee that kids wouldn't like doing that like most probably won't care but like i guarantee they won't (laughs) it's a a guarantee but like but like the fact that um you know it's it's almost like movie theaters are gonna i feel like post pandemic are gonna become sort of um they're going to be like the sort of craft beer of films or something, you know, or like buy yeah. or purchasing vinyl or something. It's like going to be a little niche yeah. market, which, um, yeah, it, which so. is interesting because right now, yeah, uh, two, two theaters in, uh, Los Angeles mm-hmm. just closed, yeah, um, for the first time in forever. And those are theaters that I've heard about, yeah, I've heard my favorite filmmakers and just people in Los Angeles always. Uh, talk about oh what th- was that playing at the arc light yeah that oh, was the arc light closed play- yeah wow. the arc light closed the I dome closed wow um and I think they're just waiting for some rich person to come in some Quentin Tarantino type to come in and and, sure. and make it a thing again yeah mm-hmm. um yep. people on Twitter are already joking about like uh making it a shopping mall and yeah. you know you know stuff that like you have to like joke so you don't cry about like yeah. it's almost your one favorite of those, thing going away it's almost one of those things where it's like we are sort of realizing ah, man this is uh, this could go tangential i, I know we got to get to donnie arco but it's like one of those things where it's almost like we're realizing as a society that like we actually have to invest in the things that we want to have like they're not yeah. just they're not just natural features of the world. <laughs> like yeah. you know, if you want like a postal service or you want a fucking movie theater or whatever, like you have to go to it and invest in mm-hmm. it. If you like that stuff, you have to put stuff. It doesn't just exist on its own. Um, yeah. So, but it's ho- hopefully that happens with that type of stuff, and hopefully Planet of the Tapes uh, thrives and whatever. I'm gonna be going in there and buying like to go cocktails all the time. Like that's you know. And renting yeah. movies and stuff, so For sure. And post pandemic or post pandemic, post vaccine, you you'll yeah. I'll rope you in. 
Um, uh, was uh, was Gracie at the bar when you went? Is she still uh, working there? No, I didn't see her. Uh, I saw two cool. guys, one of whom is a comedian who I recognize, but I don't know his name, and the other one was a guy that I just don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> cool, but yeah, um, no, they, they were the pretty much the only two folks I saw working there. But okay. um, well, any, anyway, I'm, I'm excited to go. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, my get, I get my second dose today. At oh, hell yeah, dude! So hell yeah. Well, let me know how you feel. Hope it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, we got to go. I, I'm excited. I love the rental thing, and I'll do that pretty much every time I go there, probably. But um, also, I'm excited to go watch something in the screening room, which I haven't done yet. So um, for sure, it'll be pretty. Donnie good. Darko. Donnie Darko. Um, so <laughs> yeah, uh, I hadn't seen this movie in man a very long time. Um, I, I watched it after high school, but not much yeah. after high school. I think. It gotcha. has probably been ten years. Uh, did you rewatch yeah. before the episode? I did. I actually rewatched a couple of weeks ago. When oh, okay. We first talked about first, like, yeah. hey, we should do that soon. Sure. It yeah. Was like it was a Friday night, looking for something to watch. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I cool. was scrolling, scrolling. scrolling. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah. I, it was one that uh, anytime there, there. I have a big list of movies. I use this app called. Um, uh, what's it called? iTunes Genie, I think. Okay. I'm an I'm an Apple TV guy, so I don't sure. buy on Amazon. I buy from yeah. iTunes or Apple. iTunes. Mm-hmm. And then you can plug in any movie you want that's on iTunes into mm-hmm. iTunes Genie and have a wish list. Okay. And as soon as that movie goes on sale, it'll give you a notification. Oh wow, that's cool. So I buy lots of movies that way. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. if if a movie pops up and it's like uh five dollars this weekend, and I'm like huh yeah delete and i'm like okay i guess i didn't want that movie you know sure sure but donnie darko is one of those where uh, a few months ago i ended up purchasing it because i'm like i I want i would just want to own that movie whatever own that movie even means now (laughs) sure i had it i had it on dvd at some point um yeah when when we were young large dvd collection uh that was at our buddy jake's house who was the electrician that actually worked on planet of the taste yep but uh he he um I don't know if he tossed them all or if he stowed them away because he moved. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I They're should probably lost, ask him about that. Lost yeah. to time. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I rewatched it. And it it had been several years since I rewatched it. Uh-huh. Um, but what I realized while rewatching it, when mm-hmm. that movie came out, it came yeah. out in 2001. Right. You and I were like sophomores, I yeah. think, yeah, in yeah. Uh, high school. Yep. <clears throat> and... Uh, at that time in our lives, we were actually, even if it was in a joking manner, we were experimenting a lot with filmmaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and yeah. and we uh, um, had this drama class, right? So, yeah. so uh, shout out to Miss Carol. That's if right. You're listening out there. Uh, <laughs> way to be like such yeah. a dope teacher she and like killed it man she did great um yeah so yeah so we we had this drama class and the, we we cut it up into semesters so the yeah. first semester she's like i've got this play that i want us to to read and and yeah. and, and uh put on for the school and we did that and yeah what was it called was it the wedding one was it like a no uh, okay. maybe i can't remember there was uh, some faith pl- county okay yes faith county i think so something like that yeah there was it, one it was like play a, that we played music in at some that was point? yeah that one was that we what played, it was we, we okay. played a uh 
a real big fish song. We played a real big fish song in it somehow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, weird. <laughs> second semester rolls around, and she's like, "We got to find another play to do," and we were like, "Miss Carol, <laughs> listen, we pitched. We've got an idea. <laughs> we pitched to her. <laughs> Let us write. Yes, shoot and direct a movie. Yep." All semester. That's what we're gonna do in this class. That's the project. And then we'll have a screening at the end. We will put and so she much was work like, in this. Yeah. Actually, that's yeah a good idea. Yeah. And I, there was a bunch of people in the class who were just psyched because they didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to do probably. anything. We put in more work for <laughs> that <worked>. semester. <laughs> Of, I mean, because like we shot it, we shot a bunch of it outside of school hours. Like we would use the yeah. class time during school to do to get the shots we needed with people that we had. But yeah, we were working on it outside of class. We did all the editing at my grandma's place on my yes. iMac. Um, uh, like, we did we did rough ADR through the yes. iMac. Uh, yeah, uh, microphone on yeah. the. You know, and and we hit we started hitting points, and we'll bring this to Johnny Darker because we you know nobody cares about this, but um we we ran that Mac into the ground so hard. I remember like the movie ended up being like fifty five minutes long or something, which is <laughs> so much. It's punishingly long. It had no um, right to be that. Long. No right to be that long. Should have been fifteen minutes long. But we would hit like when when I started getting to like a forty minute runtime in the editing software, it would start crashing all the time. And so what yeah. I would essentially have to do is do a bounce out of just the <laughs> just you'd have to finalize the first forty minutes, bounce it yeah. out, and then run it back through so that it just read as one thing and it would always yeah. glitch and there were problems and it. it was weird but it was it was a great semester to do like to be doing of course that. so it was i mean we wonderful. were like we put in 15, so much 16 work. yeah 16 years old yeah and just like it was yeah. kind of like a little bit of little film school because no yeah at that who who was t- teaching us how to do that stuff no one no one like, like we, we were, just we were trying it. to figure it out yeah. mm-hmm. um so what we decided to do was basically write a story yeah. about uh uh a janitor in a high school mm-hmm. um, who I think was a high school student played yes. by me, which is yes. ridiculous yeah. because like I hate you're the, being you're on the least likely candidate to do I that. I hate it. But the, yeah. the uh, shtick uh, was... You guys are into it. Like, what's yeah. the matter with you guys Well, the shtick was, well, dude, you were the hot one. We had to go with you. And you were, the leading, you were the leading man. And on top of that... On top of that, it wasn't really like full acting because it was all overdubbed because it was a kung fu spoof. Yes, exactly. So, so didn't I didn't have, have to, to yeah, say you, any words. Exactly. You just I, moved I could, your mouth. I could, you, you even let me just go. Yes, you just for that dialogue. Was all, that was all you had to do if you wanted. Yep, for sure. So <laughs> we decided to write this movie, um, which is basically kind of like a weird yeah. uh, surrealist parody of all the movies we were digging at that yes. point. Even movies that we weren't digging. Um, we just threw in like the Titanic. We threw in references but, to all sorts of things. It was very yeah. referential, but it was also very absurdist. Um, very absurd. Yeah, we yeah. were very into Kung Pao, which was a, yeah. um, a ridiculous movie, and so it was. It was sort of like that in that it was a kung fu, you know, yeah. um, so overdub yeah. thing. Anyway, Kung Pao, and then we were really into because we had just seen it. Yes. We were like, "Oh, this is the Citizen Kane of our generation." Right. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Really into Donnie so Darko. So there were so many yeah. references to Donnie Darko about yes. the world ending. Yes. About uh we kept talking about Frank. Yes. Um and 
the the kids in the class had no idea. They and didn't did know not what it care was. who Frank was. And on top of it, we didn't take pains to explain that to our audience at all. It was very no, much well, like we weren't interested. In we that. were not interested in the audience's reaction in any way. It was very much like we are being absurdist, and if you don't understand what we're doing, we're not really we're not worried about it. Yeah, um, we were David lynching so hard. <laughs> we got, yeah. That's the nicest way to put uh, it. Um, yeah, I hadn't. Yeah, I had. I had at that point probably the only David Lynch movie I'd ever I'd seen at that yeah. point was Dune, and that yeah, doesn't sure. even count. Yeah, as right. a David Lynch movie. So really. we had we had uh, shots of we had like screen grabs of Frank in there. So all that to say, right? This movie, uh, yeah. we go back with this <laughs> with this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was interesting watching it with like fresh eyes, um, as somebody who thinks you know not even to the extent that you do but somebody who thinks about the structure of a movie when i'm watching it now and thinks about like how they you know how they did different things or why they did different things and what the meaning is and all this stuff um it was interesting and i i like it yeah yeah here's a big question Uh did you did you rent the director's cut or the theatrical version yeah here's the answer is i unfortunately got the director's cut um okay yeah um, I got the director's cut, which I don't think I had seen before. I've, I've yet to see it. Okay, I'm not in. I, like I've don't, read reviews. Yeah, I don't. don't I'm not interested in seeing it. Don't worry yeah. about it. No, it's it's funny because like as I was watching it, I I re- I had a realization about how well I remembered Donnie Darko because I could immediately spot the things that weren't in the theatrical cut. Um, yes, like things and some of it's just <clears throat> it's funny because like. I watched it with Chris, my roommate, and he turned over to me at one point and he goes, was that in the original cut? And I go, no, that line, just that line was not in the theatrical cut. And he goes, I could tell because it was bad. (laughs) Like, like, it makes the movie significantly worse, the stuff that's in the director's cut. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, let's let's do it. Richard Kelly, the director, this was his his debut as a filmmaker. Debut feature, yeah. He was... was, uh, writing a lot and he has written stuff that's been produced that he didn't direct like uh-huh. uh, uh tony scott made domino which he wrote okay um, yeah um but um this movie flopped really hard uh-huh. uh in the theater yeah uh part of it was like uh it was well, well, it played um uh sundance it played sundance mm-hmm. against like <laughs> memento Crazy. and it didn't do very well at Sundance. Yeah. Um, I, I think people just weren't ready for it. They didn't sure. get it. Yeah. Um, also, that this is the year that, you know, 9-11 happened. Yeah, and the, right. the, the plot of this movie, yeah. you know, is uh, yeah. very much about a plane, plane crashes. part of a plane yeah. coming and in, 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 in destroying something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a, a lot of things kind of going against it, and it was the uh, home video market that, which is how we discovered it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, it made all its money back and then some. Yeah. So it's one of those cult classic kind of stories mm-hmm. of, oh no, we, this this is why uh, opening weekend shouldn't mean anything because yes. all the movies we love growing up yeah. probably like blade runner didn't do well in the theater yeah you know? it, it doesn't determine the life of a movie yeah um for sure so 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 this is his first movie and uh it's really interesting mm-hmm. um he's playing a lot with uh 
meshing, mixing and matching a lot of different elements to yeah. create something very unique, but mm -hmm. something unique that like feels, um, uh, there's almost like this kind of it follows kind oh, of yeah. oh, David yeah. Robert Mitchell thing going on. There where really it's is. Like, it's, it's a period piece, but it also kind of feels modern, but it also well, kind of feels like E.T. at times, but then yes. it's got... But then it's got horror, and then it's actually really... I actually laughed out yeah, loud several funny. times watching this movie. It's funny. So you, it's got so <laughs> many things going for it. Um, I'd, completely, that, I'd completely forgotten the line, you are such a fuck-ass. Yes. And that's... <laughs> that, that, okay, let's talk about that moment for a minute. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's lifted directly from E.T., that scene... Oh, the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. You did you eventually saw ET? Yeah, did yeah, we yeah. talk about this. Yeah, okay. we did. Mm -hmm. That that's that's like Elliot at the dinner yes. table, uh, cursing at his yes. his family. Yep. You know, it's 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 Amblin. Yeah, there is so much about Donnie Darko, Darko that feels like a perverse Amblin. Yes, um, and that also, I didn't expect to feel when I rewatched. Well, it. and also um, to to hit another reference point that I didn't. For, first of all, here here's a point, and then I'll draw it to a, to a reference that I want to make. But uh, one thing that I noticed is that you know we think of this as a period piece, and it is. But like the movie takes place twelve years or thirteen years maybe before the film was released. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, we think yes. of it the eighties as a long time. It's like, oh, this is twelve years. This takes place twelve years ago. It'd be like making a movie now about two thousand and eight. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make that yeah. make that point, and that kind of blows my mind. It, yeah, me too. Um, and in part, it's because of the age we were when it came out, because it seems yeah. like it was forever ago, because we would have been like two. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and and the other reference point that I know you mentioned Amblin, which I think is totally in there. The other one that's in there quite a bit is a little bit of John Hughes. Like it feels yeah. like a it's a it's a yeah. teen it's like a teen movie. You know what I mean? It's a teen. Um, it's 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 coming of age. It's, yes. It's, it really is. Yeah. Um, and a, all of these notes, yeah. second view or second viewings. <clears throat> when I say second viewing, I mean second yeah. stage of yeah. my life viewing because exactly. I watched it so many times growing up. Of course. Um, all of these elements for me in the movies, I've kind of decided I really love yeah. now understanding and trying to going back and dissecting what I like and what I don't. Yeah. This movie was hitting on way more cylinders even now than it did. Yeah. Like, I love coming yes. of age movies. Sure. I love John Hughes. Yeah. I love this Amblin kind of yep. Spielberg kind of thing where it's like, yeah. I feel like, you know, I feel like Donnie Darko was the. I, I don't know if we'd have Stranger Things yeah. if Donnie Darko hadn't happened, For which is sure. a weird thing to say, because they're not the same. They're not you know? the same, but at the same time, you can see the seeds of it. And at the time, it's, I definitely thought of Donnie Darko as like a movie for people who are into like My Chemical Romance. You know what I mean? Like like, And, and I'm into My Chemical Romance. I don't mean that, sure. but like I thought yeah. of it as like a, it's like a hot topic movie. You know what I mean? And there's, there's elements of that in there because of like the angsty teen... You know, you'll never understand me, and also a demonic bunny kind of thing. Yeah, but like sure. it's it's way more than that on on a second yeah. viewing. You know, yeah. um, it's got a lot more going for it than just that, uh, which is yeah. part of why yeah. it holds up and and part of why it's lasted so long. I think. Yeah. So uh, I I, would, I I didn't take the time to do this research, but I'd love yeah. to know um, what the decisions were to leave out the director's cut elements yeah. in the theatrical cut. I yes. don't. Um, 
because those choices, whoever made those choices, whether it was Richard Kelly or a producer, uh-huh. probably a really smart producer, yeah, to leave those out, um, and and um, so do here, you know? Me, do you know what they were? Do you know what the changes were? For um, the most part, because I, I, know, I can speak I know, to Yeah, I know point. what what they're they're. I know what the changes did. Yes. So um, for for folks, let me let me just throw this out for uh, nobody's listening this far in who hasn't seen Donnie Darko, but just in case, um, it's essentially spoilers. We're gonna spoil it, but essentially it's a teen angst like time travel sci fi thriller sort of thing slash horror slash all this stuff we've been talking about, and it involves sort of trippy fourth dimensional philosophy and I use that word as loosely as possible um, but it involves some of that stuff and basically what the director's cut does at one point Donnie Darko finds this book from someone who's written written it um, who used to be a nun and then lost her faith and went on this became this big weird scientist and philosopher she wrote a book called The Philosophy of Time Travel and so he's reading it and he's also experiencing some of this stuff but he has mental health issues and so he thinks it might just be that um And basically what the director's cut does is it shows you screenshots of the text of the book. Yeah. Um, And it does it in ways that completely kill any ambiguity. Like it explains exactly what's going on with the time travel. It it ties up all the loose ends. It makes it crystal clear as to what's going on. And here's, yeah, here's a, here's a quote I found regarding it. Yeah. It's like hammering signposts along a magical mystery tour. Yep lose some of the mystery and you've lost some of the magic exactly um, yep 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 exactly so um <clears throat> this 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 that's this is the reason why i'm not really that interested in in i'm not a very i'm not a big plot guy sure. like I, I plot's necessary and it and i you know i don't yeah. dislike plot yeah but that's but i'm way i'm way more interested in tone vibe and character sure and donnie darko has lots of all of lots that. of all that yeah um Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of us trying to be weird little absurdist David Lynch's, yeah. <laughs> David Lynch's big thing mm-hmm. is this what Richard Kelly did mm-hmm. to his movie with the director's cut is yes. the op- yes. is the exact thing that yes. David Lynch is scared of. It's the thing he refuses he, to do over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to yeah. him, if he tells you what his intent was, yeah. that takes away it, it takes away whatever your take or exactly. it takes away the personnel. It's like you've, you've, how much? What am I trying you, to say? You, like it's, you're trying to say that it, what it does is it it draws in the boundaries of what meaning is permissible to read into the when, movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. When like when, it, when yeah. I tell you what it is. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it can be to you now. Yes, exactly. When I tell you what yeah. it is, I'm also implicitly telling you all these other things that it can't be. Um, yeah. And and that that diminishes it. And there is a difference between like a Donnie Darko and like a, an Eraserhead, right? It's not just this sort of abstracted like the the signposts that the, that the director's cut puts in. I pretty much knew that was what was happening anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just sure. the fact that like the Donnie Darko uh, theatrical cut rewards that investment of like, yeah. I kind of know what's going on, but the fact that they don't tell me what's going on means it feels like I, ca- I came to that conclusion 
decision on my own yeah. a little bit and it makes it seem maybe that's not what's going on right and we can talk yeah. about it and we can engage with it and stuff like that but it's still it's pretty much on the rails like it's not like like i say it's not like a racer head where it's like what the fuck was that <laughs> like you know it's, yeah it's about parenthood yeah. but that's about all i know like you kind of sure. know even plot beats with donnie darko but the, it's that ambiguity that just enough um and it needs it because yeah, <laughs> because, yeah it so, needs it um this this version of so to come out with a movie like Donnie Darko yeah and it be so interesting unique cool vibey mm-hmm. um yeah. on your with your first movie it yeah. makes you feel like oh this guy is going to go on to create some dope <sighs> stuff right yeah yeah um, it does so Donnie Darko in this sense reminds me exactly of Star Wars. Oh, interesting. Okay. So Star Wars was this very specific has to be this way because I said so type of story sure. that didn't work Yeah, and was taken from him, from yeah. George Lucas, by yeah. his wife and producers and, and filmmaker friends, Spielberg and those guys. Yeah. And hey, if you recut this, if you put this scene here, yeah, if yeah. you if you put this here in ADR that, yeah. now you've got a story. Now you've got something. Um, yep. And, you know, Star Wars was also like it's the it's it's it should feel like this crystal bright yeah. future and yeah. they're like george we can't do that yeah, yeah so yeah. the production designer is like well let's just throw a bunch of trash on the wall and it's see going, what yeah just just make it trashier trashier, going the other trashier. Direction. yeah 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 and then it becomes something interesting and special it's yeah. catching lightning in a bottle yeah where we're like oh this is this is interesting and wonderful yeah and then and then after that george says no it's not no it's this not. is what it is that's not what i intended yeah yeah so <laughs> he 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 yeah messes with the the he he won't even he wouldn't even let you buy the original again because he's like no yeah right my these are my toys and if you you want to play with them you can yeah then he makes the prequels and he's like this is star wars <laughs> and it's like oh and richard like, kelly oh. like richard kelly mm-hmm. his director's cut is like no this is what it is uh-huh and then he makes Southland Tales which i have yet That's to see right yeah i've seen clips I've yet of it see. but I, I haven't watched the whole thing yeah um, and it, and Southland Southland Tales looks so interesting and uh-huh. weird. Yeah. But from what I understand, it's it's very confusing, and it's a lot of, well, if you really want to get it, read the comic book, and then yeah, and then I'm going to make another movie, and then read this thing, and then read this. It's so convoluted in plot mm-hmm. that it doesn't work by itself. Sure. Yeah. Um. So my thought is, and and my, my read on Richard Kelly is, I don't think he should be making movies. I yeah. think there's another medium for him. Sure. Yeah. 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 No, that um, makes sense. Um. And I mean, just to be clear, right? He he did Southland Tales, and then he hasn't done much since then, right? Uh, the box um, with the box. Cameron Diaz was his last movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that was a um, relative flop, right? I mean, that didn't do much. Yeah. Um, it was a flop, and I, yeah. I remember seeing it and not realizing who the director was yeah, same, at that time. Same, yeah. Um, I, I remember. Not, no, go ahead. I, I remember it being kind of an interesting movie, but yeah. not one that really. I think for me at the time, it's like, well, it's got Cameron Diaz in it. It, sure. it kind of feels, kind of feels like, I don't know. At the time, it was like a 
oh, this is like a popular movie. I'll, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. But it d- didn't have yeah. that. Who's this Donnie Dark? Like no. I, October, the kid from October Sky is this weird, yeah. creepy, grinning, not blinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cool kid that I kind of want to be. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Totally. Um. It's man, and and like some of the some of the subplots, and like you're you're absolutely right with the George Lucas thing because like, and and I don't know. I mean, we would have to 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 make that claim definitively. We would have to know who who did that final edit pass on on it. You know. Um. Yeah. But man, if it had come out director's cut style. I don't think I don't think there would be any cult following for it to be honest. I mean like the yeah. the damage that those those little changes do to the movie are just they're they're like a, a nail in the coffin to be honest with you. Yeah. Like uh and there there are certain shots where it like um you see an eye several times um and it's just it's just sort of abstracted, you know, not narrative or motivated at all. You see an eyeball and it's got like matrix style computer letters over it or something. And so oh, it like no. yeah, like a number of times. And of course it's meant to sort of draw in this theme of like Frank the bunny and the guy in the costume like he has an yeah. eye thing, he gets shot in the eye, whatever, blah blah blah. Um and so it's supposed to have that kind of thing going on, but it's like not only does it completely undermine the sort of spooky vibe that you're building and this sort of weird atmospheric, it undermines all that because it's this like digital looking matrix looking thing. But also yeah. on top of that, it breaks the um, it breaks the period piece vibe because it's like what that yeah. wasn't in 1988. What are you doing? That's from 2001. Right. Like. Um, time travel though yeah right and it's just <laughs> oh man it's just so dumb yeah um but yeah anyway enough enough bitching about the director's cut but um yeah yeah so let me let me see what what popped out to you on this watch um just from um, the from the film itself that was you didn't notice before or didn't appreciate earlier um so <clears throat> one first of all the soundtrack is is dope yes, and I, and yes. Th- you know that didn't that wasn't lost on me yeah. then, yeah. but I'm like an adult now, yeah, and right. my tastes understand why it was so dope. Yes, mm-hmm. um, that movie like single handedly gave Tears for Fears a second wind. I Hell think, yeah, dude. Um, the the slow motion tracking scene in uh, the school is to me growing up yeah. like. Oh, this is filmmaking. Yeah, this yeah. is a director making a th- like. Yeah. No, I hadn't seen that. I had, yeah. you know, and it did. It felt kind of John Hughes, but like, yeah, but I don't not, know, not no. in that way, not with that flavor. Well, there's, you a, know and, what I mean. Tears for Fears gives it this, like, it hits the tone of the film so well because it's period specific. But then beyond that, it like it's poppy and fun, but it has this darkness underneath, which is, yeah. is part of the reason I think Tears for Fears. They're one of those bands who I never got super deep into them, but I always felt like they were like you know sort of like a system of the down t- uh, type thing in that they completely transcend the peers and the genre that yeah. they're in it's not yeah. about them being a cool like new wave or electronic music band like you could take those songs and put them in yeah. any genre and they're gonna be yeah. good um for sure which they do with mad world right with uh what's yeah. his name um gary jules um yeah uh so so the the other thing that stuck out to me which uh made a lot of sense to me like yeah. when when you're watching that movie as a 16 year old boy uh-huh. and you're discovering like genre and quote-unquote cinema at that time uh-huh yeah and there's a scene where they're in the movie theater watching a movie and it's 
Evil Dead. Yes, right. Yeah. It's it's basically <laughs> right. saying, I yeah. really like this movie. What's going on? Is this for me? And then you see them watching Evil Dead, and they're yeah. like, oh, no, they did make this for me. This yeah, is for me. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, like we... It's so it, true. It's this, it's this kind yeah. of like, you're in good hands moment. Yeah. Um, and or, originally that movie was supposed to be Chud. Oh really? Um, but they couldn't oh, get find any. They couldn't find anyone to to give them the rights. Wow! So Sam Raimi steps in and says, "Bro, I got you. <laughs> no charge. You can use Evil Dead." That blows and my it's mind. Like, yeah, it's huh. like okay. So at the same time, I'm discovering Sam Raimi through Evil Dead, sure. and then, oh my god, he did Spider Man. Yeah. Um, watching Donnie Darko, all of these elements yeah. kind of. You know, it's like uh, it's like the the Death Star ray. Each each little beam yeah. to form in the middle, and yeah. Donnie Darko to my sixteen year old self is <laughs> is the beam destroying sure. the planet. Of you know, course. it's like whoa, yeah. Um, and it's it's the thing with with it being Evil Dead. And it, first of all, it blows my mind that it was easier to get the rights to Evil Dead than to Chud. Um, but nonetheless, yeah. Um, but still, it's uh, it's one of those things where. The, the Donnie Darko film is nothing like Evil Dead, right? And so, like, but the, oh, fact, no. but the fact that it adds to the sort of ambiance and vibe of the Donnie Darko world and the fact that this is set, like, sort of in, uh, in and around Halloween, I think. Um, yeah, because they have a party. Yeah, that's right. The costume party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for um, it's a Halloween movie, It's a too. Halloween movie, dude, yeah. Um, and so it's like, it, it adds to the vibe, but it's it's different enough from the vibe that, the, like, the vibe of Evil Dead is not the vibe of this movie, but at the same time, just that little reference point of, like, gives a little of that dark horror undertone. Yeah. Um, it's just so good. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, and then Frank shows up in the theater, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Yeah. And I see, and there there are a lot of little little moments you can. Or yeah, if you're into like knowing everything about it, yeah. you don't need the director. Like the director's cut's basically a um mm-hmm. a, a blueprint. Like yeah, see what I did here. This yeah, is a midichlorian, and then yeah, exactly. see this. Yes. Um. But um. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's a good comparison. Um. <clears throat> There are there are moments and and I, this is just after me reading which I just don't care about this I I care about this stuff in the sense that I think it's cool to uh-huh. like be so into your thing that you plan all these things like yeah yeah there's a thing about world uh, building or in, whatever w- yeah there's a thing about time travel happening when like metal meets water or yes. something like yes, that yes. it's and, elemental you know, the, and yeah yeah like every time. Frank shows up. There's some sort of water involved. Sure. Like he shows up next to his sink, and yeah. and by the like maybe in the spring by the sprinklers outside. Sure. Yeah, um, all, all of these types of things, which is, it's cool. I mean, I sure. don't care too much. No, um, uh-uh. but uh, it's not what makes the movie good. <laughs> yeah, no, so, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it it's as much like just vibes and tone yes. are so important for sure. Um. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, not to talk about it follows too much, but uh-huh. there's there's something similar in it follows to where I've seen many people watch this movie, watch yeah. it follows, and yeah. say, "Oh, that's what happens. Oh, yeah. this isn't scary. That's dumb." And uh-huh. but I, I was feeling this movie so much until the end. I'm like, "Okay, so you're saying you you're just you're just wallowing in great." tone and yeah. atmosphere and yeah, just yeah. feeling great and then like something <laughs> happens at the end that like right well it's like yeah 
just like just bathe in it. I mean, right? you would say that as somebody who doesn't give a shit about third acts, right? And plot. Oh god, um, I, I hate so, third acts. Yeah, I, but I actually, I actually like the third act of. Sure. Let's do an it follows I, I episode. Too. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. yeah, we definitely need to. Um, um but yeah, I I remember, mm-hmm. but with Donnie Darko watching it, like mm-hmm. as a sixteen-year-old kid, I remember. Watching it and him walking up to his bedroom with that big stupid grin on his face, yeah, and feeling panic, yeah, yeah like yeah. no, don't go, no. And now I'm knows, watching yeah. it. He kn- now I'm watching it, it. It like I didn't realize. I think at first when sure. I first watched it, it's like, oh no, he's like at peace with this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But as a kid, it's like no, don't go up there, don't go up there, don't 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 yeah. go up there because he recognizes um, the consequences of the fact that yeah. he wasn't in the room. Um, Yes. And that kind of thing. Um, and also, it doesn't completely spell all of those out for you, which I think is cool. Um, and even the director's yeah. cut doesn't really do that. It kind of does because you see who would have been his girlfriend and whatnot. But, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, just so we stop taking a big, giant dump on the director. Sure. Um, I watched a, a very quick interview with the director when the director's cut came out. Uh-huh. And he said, I would recommend watching the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. And if you just want to know more, oh, then yeah. watch the director's cut. Sure, you don't mm-hmm. have to. So, yep. I think that's respectable. Sure, I think there's a there is probably a sense of let's release this director's cut to make some more cash on this movie. Yeah, which, for sure. Again, like that happens. Hey, yeah, go, yeah. like you do you. Like sure. make that money. Totally. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If people get out there. are gonna buy it. Like you know. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I'm just I'm just not gonna watch it. Yeah. Um, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. miss anything. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I want to talk about Jason Schwartzman for a second. Okay. Interesting. Because Jason Schwartzman was Donnie Darko. I knew you were going to say and that. He, <laughs> and he got, he got financing for this movie. He got Drew Barrymore attached to this movie. Right, yeah. And then he couldn't do it because of scheduling. Wow, yeah. Huh. So, this was like late in the game... Man. We got to find someone to replace this holy character. shit. Yeah. And if if that kind of thought in your head, it trying to picture picture Jason the Schwartzman in this role. Yeah. doesn't yep. doesn't um impress the the idea that casting is oh. a big deal. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Like Oh. The movie could have been shot and directed and acted exactly the same. Yeah. And that this movie would just feel different. It would feel, it would feel like a different, different. Movie. Yes. Uh-huh. That would have been whew. I feel like they dodged a bullet there. That would not yeah. have been a good fit, I don't think. And who knows? He might have done well, something maybe. brilliant. I mean, um, I don't know. Like I I just it, I feel like it would have been a different fit. It, it would have been just, different. Yeah. Maybe what 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 it was would have been really interesting in its own right. That's true. And, That's and true. you know, looking back it's like, "Oh no, it can, it can only be sure. Jake Gyllenhaal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, it's a good point. But um, um yeah. But I do think something about and I wonder if Maggie Gyllenhaal was um cast I already. think she I I think she was. That's fine. I think she was, yeah, which is hilarious. And yeah. I wonder if that played into getting him to play yeah. the role because yeah. she was playing the sister. Um, and uh, yeah, and they have a great rapport and it's, and it's undoubtedly not because, uh, you know, or not, obviously not only because they're actual siblings, but like they're just both great fucking actors. Um, yeah. But I love their back and forth. Like it's so, 
the fam. Okay, so let me let me speak to this because this is one yeah. Of the let's things. talk about the family. This was one of the things that hit me hit real different, right? Um, when I'm not in high school, is you know, in high school, it's like. Oh, the time travel's cool. Frank is creepy. I love the whatever. This time, I walked away from this movie going, that mom was spectacular. Like Spectacular. She was spectacular. And I don't mean that to take away from any, like the dad was great. All this the stuff. Some of the great. Some of the moves that the dad makes. There's this one scene where he's walking away from camera and he pulls his pants up. And it's just like, yeah. just that choice. Like that dude is dad yeah. to the bone in this movie. Um, yeah. But like the mom, dude, like some of the moves that she does, some of the acting choices she makes with her face yeah. are just, mm-hmm. God, just great. They she's, just bring she's this. wonderful. In this oh my god she blew me away um and yeah. and there's 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 a sense of like um first of all that i think the dad can contributes a lot to the comedy in this movie yes um, yeah, yeah yeah uh god there's so many parts that do that <sighs> yeah but you know there there's almost like there's such like a uh a, a warmth yeah. between them the mother and father yeah. Um, where the father's trying so hard to like lighten the mood a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where she comes into the bedroom and says, "Our son just called me a bitch." Yeah. And then he he <laughs> kind of right. like yeah. you know he kind of I, I, from my memory he kind of like yeah. light he, he, he says you know you're not a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're bitching. <laughs> that's oh, oh that's per like that's a that's a line that I laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, and the um, thing is, it's now. not it's not a punchline. You know what I mean? It's, no, it's, it's not just a punchline. It's, it's character building. Exactly. It's, it's like exactly. And 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 watching it as an adult, you're like, I get it. These kids are like they're they're going through stuff. They're feeling stuff, but yep. like it's it's not like a broken home situation. No. Like nope. these parents are are trying really hard and are great yes and you know and they're so good one of the things i love about the parents in this movie is that they're so good at communicating intimacy without it being over the top without it feeling like there's a camera in the room and without it being like overtly sort of romantic like there are scenes where there's one scene where the dad's laying there and she's laying on his chest and they're talking they're having a conversation back and forth and neither of them are looking at each other they're just both looking off off camera into the distance or whatever and Mm -hmm. it's just like something about those moments where and it's not only them there's also a scene that i could talk about with noah wiley and drew barrymore that reminds me of this but it's just like you're just in the room with them and the choices that are made script wise could have been delivered terribly like a lot of this comes down to performance um yes and man they just they just kill it there's no there's no quippy dialogue there's no hook sometimes it seems like the scene is without purpose you know what i mean um yeah but at the same time those are the moments where you have these little lived in moments um, and that was mm-hmm. the stuff that blew me away a lot more than Frank and the time travel on this watch, to be yes. honest. And that uh, I think that's one of my big takeaways. Like, is th- those are the parts of the movie that yeah. like uh, hammer the nail in completely yeah. for me now. Yes. Um, yes. Is understanding like uh-huh. th- these character moments, th- this this warmth yeah. about this movie, about kind of people interacting and and togetherness um and then having this kid who just is just completely alien from that it's like yeah this is this is such a weird perverse drama yeah dark comedy yeah 
it you know it it just fires on all cylinders it just, for yeah, me it works um, so well part yeah well in this in the scene that i was thinking about with no wiley and drew barrymore before i forget is is like it's like 20 seconds long at most it's where mm-hmm. they're apparently sitting in like they're both teachers no wiley's a science teacher and she's a literary teacher and they're together right i don't think it ever mm-hmm. sort of explicitly says it but they're partners yeah. um yeah. You, they're sitting together or whatever uh, but they both have donnie in class and then there's one scene where they're sitting in presumably the teacher's lounge and like it is just so real like drew barrymore is eating her lunch with her hands out of some Tupperware thing and they're sitting there and he's he's sitting there and she looks over or or no he looks over at her and says Donnie Darko right just like that and she goes oh, I know and she just shakes her head and that's the whole scene yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah who decided to put that in there because it's yeah. brilliant um it's it is yeah. um and you can't discredit that brilliant you you can't discredit this director of yeah. of yes. everything that's so wonderful like this no, isn't of course. this movie's not an accident yes I, exactly i i would say that not every everything that's great about this movie was uh due to the director no like, i think yeah, yeah, yeah. i think maybe the casting director played a big role in in that as well yeah um but um th- i i also realized and and there's just this thing that I don't even realize that I do it at times, and sometimes mm-hmm. I do. I par, like I'd say twenty percent of my vocabulary is just random <laughs> movie quotes. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like stuff that like pertains uh-huh. to the thing I'm saying. Sure. Um, but I don't realize where I get them, and I when I do realize where I get them, I understand which movies just really yeah. meant a lot to me. Sure. And. Yeah. Anytime someone feel to this day, if someone's if I'm talking to someone and they're like, "Oh, I don't know," I I say, "I really I dedicate your commitment to Sparkle yeah, Motion," yeah. <laughs> and sometimes people yeah. laugh and some type sometimes people shrug it off because they haven't seen Donnie Darko. Yes, um, but this movie's full of those uh, as well. Yeah, it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like for sure, for sure. Um, and we haven't even mentioned the um the the B plot line of uh-huh. of Patrick Swayze's the, the, character, yeah, uh huh, um, which is wow, wild. yes, yes, it's it's <laughs> like so this yeah. movie could have could have worked completely without that, without it, um, but it just adds this extra layer of flavor in a couple of ways, right? One is yeah. okay. So one thing I wanted to say about this um this movie is. One thing that strikes me as not a problem, but strange in how it handles it is like, what size is this world, right? It's it's Middlesex, yeah. wherever. But something about the size of the world feels weird because of how they handle certain characters. Like Roberta Sparrow, yeah. the, the ex-nun philosopher... You know, yeah. she's sort of a, a, a sort of an urban legend in the town, whatever. But then also, and that makes the size of the town feel kind of weird. In some scenes, it feels like a very small town. And then in other scenes, you have the, well, you have the Patrick Swayze uh, uh, B plot subplot where he is a local. He plays golf with their dad, but at the same time, he's kind of a celebrity. And so it's like, I love that. It's this weird (laughs) tone. It's like, which is he, right? Um, Yeah. And then in the scene where Donnie wakes up on the golf course and Patrick Swayze and another character are there, the other character who knows Donnie Darko, um, 
is like incredibly deferential to Patrick Swayze, presumably because he's a big deal. And like he's like, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. He's I don't know why he's out here on the course. I'm sorry. Like, why are you apologizing for this <laughs> this kid that's not yeah. yours? It's just a very strange I think it works. It is strange. I think it works, but when you think about it, it's like, what is going on there with the size of this yeah. town? Um and so uh and part part of that kind of feel a little David Lynchy in yes. a sense. Yeah, it does. Uh uh, what, what am I thinking of specific? Like the, the beginning of um, which which one which one which which one starts with the uh, the the smiley neighbors and the guy that dies of a like heart attack? Uh, I don't know. It's been a while is since that, I've gone through. Is that Mulholland? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, it's one that I've only seen once. Mm. Anyway, anyway, um, but but th- there there's this 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 sense of like, uh, it, the the world is surreal in such a way that yeah 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 yeah. Um, and again, it's stupid, but like it kind of makes me think of it follows a little bit uh-huh. where it's like yeah no yeah, this yeah. world this isn't real world this isn't this real isn't, life no. this this is another t- I, yeah or, or like uh, Streets of Fire if you've ever seen that movie oh, I haven't yeah um. It's this rock and roll fable. Um, oh yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it starts with yeah, um, another time, another place. Sure, and yes. then it kicks into the and like yes. sometimes the music kind of feels a little fifties at times, yeah. but it's like uh, modern to the time of when that movie came out, the eighties, and sure. it's just like a mix of all these. It's like like in this world, of of course, that celebrity would yeah. live in this town. Yep. Yep. Of course, everyone would know. There's Donnie Darko again. I'm yeah. sorry for him, celeb. You know, it's, 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 and I think that's super cool when directors or just storytellers in general, it could be comics, whatever, uh, can pull that off. Where it's like, it's one thing to make something fantastical in terms of like this person can fly or there are laser guns or whatever. Like that's one way to go fantastical. Yeah. But like just to play with the sort of social dynamics like that. No, no, no. This guy is a local and he's a celebrity and he has these books and for some reason he gets to speak at the school but also he's hosting the talent show. Like, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) all these kinds of different things. You know what? It kind of... It it, it feels a little bit like... um, I feel like those types of choices uh, were more uh, prominent in in John Hughes-type movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Where like I don't, I can't even think of the movie I'm thinking of, but mm-hmm. like the 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 radio host who who is also like, sure. oh look, he's at the he's at sure. the the county fair on the mic, emceeing too, right, and, right, and, right, right. But he's right. also a big deal, and I, maybe yeah. I'm completely fabricated that character, but I don't sure. know some something like that and, feels kind of John Hughes yeah. or or Revenge well, of the Nerds or and, something. And also, it could be the type of thing where you could read it through a period piece lens, where it's like celebrity operated differently. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you could have more localized famous people or something like that. But you know, it, it's one of those things that could kind of. It, it's one of those things that doesn't feel explicitly surrealist, but it's just kind of weird. Um, yeah, that, that he is both a celebrity and also plays golf with the Darko's dad or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and, you know, I, yeah. It, but but also um, thinking about uh, I forget the act, actress's name, mm-hmm. but the 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 one who loves him. The, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sparkle um, motion. She, yeah. Spark. Yeah. I, she's just, yeah. She does. She uh, she like she's <laughs> at at at, yeah. at the mother's door yes. crying about yeah. this being such a big opportunity for their girls. Right. Yeah. I really dedicate your 
in this Marvel <laughs> motion. And it's like, um, yeah. Uh, again, I think of like David Lynch and like yes. a a wide lens, but yes. on a close up. That's yep. not that's not how they shot it, but that's what it feels like. Yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of distorted face, yeah, and a uh, exagger- exa- exaggerated emotions. Yeah, true. To where, yeah, all these characters around this family. Yeah. Especially around this mother and father who are just just trying to like just trying to make get it. Just by to get and, it. <laughs> and just yeah. you know yeah um all these characters around them are like smiley and yeah. weird and grinning For and sure. I don't know it's and she it's, there's uh, there's another scene where she's uh, the mom is somewhere else and she's having a glass of wine with this woman who we don't see anywhere else in the movie I think and she just the woman says to Donnie Darko's mom something like you have just got to meet this Jim Cunningham like he's he helped me understand that uh, I have been a slave to my fear for 30 years and she's like I can't believe he's not or I can't believe he's still single or something like that and so it's like yeah. it, it it's it's laying the seeds of of the subplot but yeah. also it's just this scene where like, why are we here? How does this motivate anything? It doesn't, but it works so yeah. well because of it the performance. Works. Like if you yeah. didn't have those performances, man, it um, it can it contributes more so to the tone of the movie than yes, the plot of the movie. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, you know, Donnie Darko burning down the guy's house, and then yeah. him him being discovered for uh, uh, child yeah. pornography, child porn, like. Yeah. You could cut that out of the movie. Yep. Um, yeah. But it, it just adds adds this odd it odd adds. flavor. Yeah. And but also, it's the, sur- yeah. Go ahead. You know, at the same time, it's it's kind of an an early glimpse into probably why Southland Tales doesn't work for most people. Oh yeah, sure. Um, mm-hmm. All of these elements, too it's much confusing. Why are they here? Why yeah. are they here? Sure. Whereas in Donnie Darko, the their the their only purpose is to flesh out flesh out this town in a way that just feels yeah. surreal and weird. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, that makes that makes perfect sense. And and the focus, I mean, what you're saying about vibe is a huge part of it, right? The plot is, and and it's weird because like I feel like when people talk about this, like. Y- part of what makes it work is the ambiguity and plot, which is what we've already talked about. But like. I feel like mostly when people talk about Donnie Darko, they talk about like we haven't talked hardly at all, and we're we're rounding an hour. Like we haven't talked hardly at all about like Frank or how does the time travel work or what's yeah. the outcome of Donnie dying or what. Like th- those things are really not why this movie has legs. Like even no, though those are sort I'm, of those are sort of the hooks. You know what I mean? Those are sort of the big yeah. tent pole staple. You know, you put Frank on the poster. Um, yeah, but those I, the, those aren't the why things it works. that make it a genre movie aren't why it works at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and true. and putting the focus on why the genre yeah uh, is is just not that interesting. Yeah, to me. Yeah, it's very true, and and it is funny. Like it's it, it was an interesting study to go back and watch this. You know, as an adult who thinks about things differently than I did in two thousand and one or whatever. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, the things that stand out are just completely different. The things that made me want to come back to this movie are completely different. If you just had a cool design yeah. for a bunny mask, it wouldn't do that much. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, but at the same time that's that's the hook and that's yeah. that also 
tense that that also just makes it that much more interesting. Oh, and odd sure, yeah, that it Absolutely. is that. But it's just yeah. you know it's 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 a it's a nice or it's a nice uh um. Hey, look! Look at this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you, uh, I don't think you could if you completely got rid of it and it was just a straight-ahead non-genre drama. I, I I'd love it, and I you know, wouldn't be into. I it. wouldn't be as into it. No, I mean, it would be yeah. fine. I could appreciate it for what it was, but sure. like you know, sure. Uh, if you if you want me to be super psyched, I need all of it. <laughs> so yeah, um, for sure. And, yeah, yeah, and and I I think that's why like. I love coming of age movies. Sure. Uh, Lady Bird was wonderful, and yeah. we had the reason I mentioned that movie yeah. is because Lady Bird's probably the closest thing that I can think of to sure a movie coming out now um, that was about yeah that that took place about the same amount of time away. That's as, true. Yeah, that's true. You know, you know, eighty six or eighty eight or whatever it is to yeah. two thousand one versus two thousand one to. 2018 or whenever that movie came out and it's a coming of age movie very much about a town and all these odd characters around it just without the genre yeah yeah yeah. and it i loved it but do do we do a lady episode i can't remember we did did we okay i couldn't remember yeah cool um we did but for me like that completely works for me i love that movie it's so odd and weird and quirky and um but as i write movies Mm -hmm. i'm trying to i'm I'm still trying to do the Donnie Darko version, and not in the uh-huh. sense of trying to, to to write a time travel movie. Right. I'm trying to write a genre movie that lives with all of these other elements as well. Yeah. Well, um, and I, I and think I, you know, I don't know why that is. I mean, sure. it, maybe it's just that flavor of ooh, you don't see this enough. Yeah. Versus, yeah, yeah. You know, you see lots of ladybirds. Sure. Not to not to downplay ladybirds. Sure. You don't see lots of ladybirds. Maybe, maybe not as well, saying. but like but like lots of attempts yeah. at at doing something like that. And I think for me, it's more uh, you know in terms of taste, it's something where it doesn't yeah. have to be sort of hard genre. But I want a little bit of like I mean, I'm sure we talked about this on our ladybird episode. I don't know how I don't remember that, but anyway. Um, like part of that type of movie for me just bums me out, um, is that there is no sort of, there's no sort of escapist element, uh, that, that it doesn't feel escapist to me, right? It feels like it's a study on the passage of time, which I see as just sad. (laughs) So, you know, um, whereas this is, it has those elements in it. So, So it's very relatable in that way and humanizing in that way. But it also has something where it's like, you're not just sitting around thinking about how time is passing and you're getting older. It's like also something distracting and enjoyable and entertaining or whatever. Um, yeah, but sure. Anyway, I mean, there's no right answer, but that's just sort of taste wise. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we? Well, I mean, there's so much more we could do. But is there anything else that's like? The, uh, another the, one of my quotes. I'm always. Yeah. I'm always talking about uh, feces being baby mice. Yeah, baby mice. That's so good. Which, yeah, it's just so funny. Uh, yeah. Um, Seth Rogen was in Seth this movie. Rogen. That's another thing. <laughs> yep. And his mm-hmm. first line is, "I like your boobs." Yeah, I like your boobs. Um, um, yeah, yeah, which is, is hilarious. That like, yeah. you know, he probably just came off of Freaks and Geeks at right. that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably um, hoping to not have to do this for the rest of his career. <laughs> you know, even in a good yeah. movie like this, hoping to not have to be and, that guy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Jenna Malone was, I thought, great in this. Yeah, movie. Yeah, she was good in um, this movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. It, uh, so her her her, for her initial death in this movie. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, when I watched oh, at sixteen man. was traumatic. The for way me. that it, it is was shot. Oh. 
Yeah. It's so it's matter visceral. of It's visceral and it's so matter of fact. There's no build up, there's no there's no aestheticization to be fancy. There's no they don't make it they don't make it into an artistic moment at all. You just see it happen. No. It just bam, yeah. there it is. Nothing no build up, no no expectation, no catharsis, yeah. no nothing. It's just boom. She just gone. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah. and uh and and part of part of her death, yeah. I think What's genius about her death yeah. is that her showing up at the end uh, is almost a li- it's it's a little bit of a um, um, it's it softens the blow of Donnie's death. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, if that's well, yeah, she it does. Kind of rides up on her bike in yeah. that Amblin way, or and, and the mother's <laughs> right. the mother's just staring yeah. off into space Ugh. with tears in her eyes, yeah. smoking, smoking a cigarette, a cigarette with. Yeah. A, and yeah. they have this little exchange that's just so. Yeah. Um, do you remember the dialogue there? It's been a couple weeks. Oh now. yeah. Oh man. That there's a little kid. So Jen, uh, what, what's her name? Jenna Malone, right? Um, she's across yeah. the street looking at right the mom, and then there's a little kid yes. beside her who she right. says she says what happened here, and he goes. <laughs> I forget the exact line, but it's a comedy moment at the weirdest yeah. time. And he says, "It's so good." He says, "My my neighbor, my neighbor, he died. <laughs> what was it? Got squ- he got squished by an airplane or something like <laughs> got that. Squished by an airplane. Got squished by an airplane. Yeah, something like that. And it's just a weird. And she doesn't, you know, nobody it's laughs. Weird, or but it's all. But, but it's uh, it's uh, but it, it's grounded in like, yeah, a kid might say that. Yes, of course. And yeah. here's the mother across the street just in shock. Yeah. And then Jenna Malone just raises her hand to wave hi, and the mother raises her hand back, and then the movie's over. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yep. and that's it. I don't know. There's just something so... Um, again, take the genre moments out of it. Uh-huh. Um, it There's just something just so kind of real about... Yeah. The interactions well, real a, about yeah. the way in which uh, we interpret each other, even if it's yeah. shown in this kind of surreal way. Yeah, and there's also um, like there's a lot of um, there. There's another moment that that comes to mind as you say that, like sort of realistic. So there's the kid at the end, and that's like a very realistic depiction of like here's what a kid would do. There's another moment like that where there's this moment where Donnie has this sort of triumphant. Uh, rejection of Patrick Swayze in front of an assembly, right? Like um, Patrick yeah. Swayze's talking, talking a bunch of his bullshit about like everything's fear and love, and he, like, he's this very self-helpy pseudoscience nonsense snake oil salesman. And uh, yeah, and uh, Donnie gets up and says, you know, he has some rant, and then he he calls yeah, him saying, first of all, this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like this. He's like, that's that's a ridiculous statement. That's ridiculous. Of course. Of course yeah. <laughs> of course there's not just black and white you yeah. know and then and then he says he says did you just come here uh be, to, so that we could buy your book or no he starts out by saying how much are they paying you to be here today <laughs> like it's really uncomfortable yeah. and that's such a teenage moment you know and then at the yeah. end he says i think you're the antichrist and then the principal drags him <laughs> off and the whole place starts applauding and donnie's sort of on, at the top of the world but then the movie cuts immediately to this scene of donnie and his girlfriend uh what what is her name i forget get anyway um it it cuts to them in a field where you've seen them hang out a couple times there's like a couple car seats just randomly in a field and donnie is having this like manic episode where he's so he's angry about patrick swayze's character and he's going on and on and then she says what are you just calm down sit down you know and it's just this moment of like 
he doesn't it's not like he has this great day after the whole place applauds for him it's yeah. now he's manic and he's thinking about patrick swayze the whole time something about the the tonal shift there or the tonal continuation of like you know he, he's not in this triumphant space even after you just you just undermine yeah. what happens to him i just love that for some reason and it feels you know, so even, real yeah and even in the sense of like you 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 have your parents yeah who are who are um everything you know they're they're almost fist pumping at their yes, son's reaction course, to what what he sees this person to be yes like even your parents are on your side yes. at this point yeah. um even if they're like you know trying to be adult and parents about it like yeah, yeah. What, what 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 is what is uh donnie darko say where he says he could like tells him where he could put his book or something oh no he, t- I think he tells that- the woman that um there's this great okay. there's this great shot so it, it begins i need to watch it again it's yeah been- the teacher is trying to teach some of the kids this patrick swayze nonsense uh from his self-help book and then donnie says you can't just lump everything into fear and love like you know blah 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 he goes on to this whole thing and then she says and then eventually she just breaks down and says if you don't do it you get a zero for the day and she looks really pleased with herself and then there's this beautiful <laughs> cut where he just he just looks at her and takes a breath in and then it cuts to him in the principal's office <laughs> yeah and then that scene that's is so great good. too that, that's a that's that, that's how yeah. how important editing is yes. uh yeah. and then for timing, and then the like scene comedic timing yes and then the scene following where he's in the principal's office this is too too nitpicky but it's still it's worth doing so like you see donnie is sitting behind his parents who are sitting at the principal's uh, desk and he's yeah. saying first of all let me say Donnie your scores were amazing like he tries to give him this good lead in and he goes can we just go over it again what did you say to her or whatever so it's like this great way to work in exposition without it feeling awful and then he goes can, yeah. you, can we just go over it again what exactly did you say to Mrs. Farmer or whatever and then it backs up and Mrs. Farmer is at the desk with him and she goes, <laughs> yes. she goes he told me to forcefully yes. insert the book into my anus <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like that, that's so funny that move of like how you blocked it out and then reveal yeah. that she is there is just brilliant so yeah it's a it's a it's a laugh out loud yeah. moment yeah i l o l yep absolutely well um is there anything else we got to do i mean yeah. we went pretty deep on this so i i feel i feel good about yeah i feel good about it for sure um so yeah uh I, I feel bad about i think it was blue velvet the david oh, okay Lynch movie. Yeah, yeah 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 um yeah. i only watched that once of, as well that was yeah <laughs> we'll have to talk about that at some point yeah um i i've i've i have so many i, I i've got some homework to do yeah so yeah well uh you want to yep. rate it Let's rate it. Let's rate Donnie Darko. Um, uh, what are you thinking? For me, I'm going. I'm going uh, pretty high just because I, cool. I really love this movie. Yeah, go um, for it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rate it nine days, <laughs> two hours. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Eight seconds. That's pretty good. So so a nine point two yeah. five whatever two I said. five yeah whatever it is that's good i yeah. like that uh yeah that's pretty high i'm gonna i'm gonna bring mine down just a little bit uh number one just to distinguish uh, from your rating and then also because the one i'm coming off of was the director's cut and i'm gonna shit on it one yeah. more time uh cool. so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it um 8.7 uh fuck asses uh and we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna yeah, go with that that just that line <laughs> you are such a 
Yeah. It's just so good. It's that's another yeah. great it, it reminds moment me, where it's like you don't yeah. know how to curse, right? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Well, it's 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 also it, it's Elliot at the dinner table. It is, it's yeah. it's a direct lift of that type of moment yeah, in, in a great way. Yeah. Very and good. then the 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 uh, the last thing I'll say, the moment uh, between the mother and father after yeah. at, that we already talked about in the yeah. bedroom, uh-huh. uh, it feels like Poltergeist. Oh yeah, where the yep. the father is looking at himself in the mirror mm-hmm. and they smoke weed together. Yes, it, it just does feels feel kind of like yeah. It's yeah, yeah, good call, good call. It's that same like intimacy. Yeah, you know, um, you, you can tell yeah. that he loved those yeah. movies. Yeah, um, and that he's he's, he's sure pulling yeah. direct references. In a way yep. that, like, most people will never even no. think about. But they're, I think yeah. they're they're pretty clear homages, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Homage. Done, done well and made his own. So, all right. So that's the Donnie yeah. Darko episode. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, welcome to Comic Creatives Podcast. That's This has been that. So you've been listening to it. It has. Uh, we're, we're made by, uh, or distributed by, I don't know what the deal. We're on Destination Nation Network in Louisville, Kentucky, and also Rock Candy Podcast, uh, Rock Candy Recordings in Asheville, North Carolina, DestinationComics.com, RockCandyRecordings.com, all that stuff. Good stuff. Let us know what you want us to talk about, or don't. Just keep listening. Who cares? It's fine. Who cares? You're fine. You don't have to I do always, anything. Always, always click next whenever, whenever, they whenever start I realize up. the conversations yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, I get that. So yeah. I've been doing uh, listening to my podcast on 1.5, so I'm just breezing through at this point. Got um, yeah. All right. Well, thanks slow for listening, down, man. I'll, I'll slow. I'll sniff, slow it down. S- uh, <laughs> sniff, sniff, sniff a rose. Sniff a rose now and then. Um, sniff, sniff a rose on the grave. <laughs> Ain't no gray. <laughs> It's grave. It's grave because of Batman's parents. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. DNN. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.